Spark a conversation, verbal elation, stimulation, education. This is Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven. When we on the air, it's always a lituation. Might talk about some litigation, might talk about some immigration, might talk about some politics, but never talk nonsense. Yes, we on in the slide. Watch and listen, it's a vibe. Watch it while you getting high, or you can listen while you drive. Just don't forget to subscribe. Roll up. Trying to get high. Welcome to Menage with the Mary Jane Maven podcast with your host, the Mary Jane Maven. I am the producer, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby. Follow us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show us some love and click that subscribe button now. Don't forget to click the bell so you get notifications and click the like button on the videos. And now, your host. So mm-hmm. utilizing what you can to, once again, this is all about cultivating and creating the existence that you want in all facets, um, intimacy-wise, you know, whether it just be with your interactions with other within your communication, whether it be a career change, whether whatever it may be, it's all intertwined in the, the larger picture, and that is what do you deserve? You deserve the mm-hmm. best in whatever capacity you define that. But the ways to get there, there's so many things that provide pleasure that you can mm-hmm. find your way on your journey, your path. You can find your way. It can, it can be like a beacon of light that helps to lead you to a much broader um, sense of happiness. So mm-hmm. the point of having you as a guest co-host is to show that you know, there's a pleasure system, you know, that may be built in being physical and more of a sexual, you know, um, aspect. And then, of course, we have the plant power. But mm-hmm. as we were talking before we came came on, those two are just symbiotic and like mm-hmm. the, the synergy between both. It, it goes hand in hand. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find that people that are a little more enlightened and living their truth and doing things that are pleasurable to them that they're overall, I I guess, happier. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I feel, I think when one thing I I always stand by is if if you can live and be your true and authentic self, Mm -hmm. the only thing that could happen is, is joy. Yeah. You know, yes, there could be struggles, there could be trials and tribulations. There is for anybody who steps out of the quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. But finding yourself and accepting yourself brings such joy and pleasure to a person. You know, I could, I would, I, I would never tell somebody to not be their true, authentic mm-hmm. self. You know, I've as much as I've seen. You know, again, you know, we have a, we live in a society that people are shunned and hurt for yeah. being different. Yeah. I get that. And I don't want to, I don't want to downplay that at all, you know, but I, I feel that I find that people who ex- embrace themselves, mm-hmm. you know, ha- tend to tend to have less stress. Yes. Yeah. You have an outlet, um, you know, yeah. and stress is so debilitating and in yeah. large doses or small doses, um, you know, and people don't do enough to be about self you know, and to mm-hmm. take care of self. And 
whatever way that you like to express that, it's good. You know, we have this focus on mental health, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. the same way that we're focusing there, we do need to focus on all other aspects of health and, mm-hmm. and make sure that we have this movement and this dedication that we're having now, which is a great thing to mental health because it's huge. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the mind is the most powerful organ that we have and, you know, powerful part of who we are as humans. Mm-hmm. But it works in conjunction with other parts of your body. You know, our, mm-hmm. our body is just one big machine and everything works mm-hmm. together. So when there's, you know, when there's imbalance, then that imbalance manifests itself, I think, within who you are, um, mm-hmm. how you communicate with others, you know, the lack of compassion that is common, you know, within our society right now, I think definitely stems from people having imbalances and, and not yeah. chemical imbalances in the brain. I'm not saying that, but imbalances in each part of us, you know, what makes mm-hmm. us really wondrous, you know, species. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I feel that it's super important for people to reflect and to take stock um, and to f- figure out maybe where there's a void and then how that void can be filled. Um, mm-hmm. So I did want to ask, what would you say? I know that you said, you know, you, you don't medicate, but what, if any, research have you done about like cannabis intimacy lube? And have you seen people use that as well? Or have you you know, worked with anybody where you've talked to them about utilizing that um, mm-hmm. or maybe drinks or just another form where they can control their elevation and still be present um, and, and still get the benefit out of, you know, out of a situation. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I haven't done any like official, like hardcore research, but I have looked into it. I've talked to people about it and, you know, like Cannabis is really, you know, it it's, it it alters your perspective, mm-hmm. as you said earlier about the music, and intimacy alters your perspective. Mm-hmm. And when you combine the two, it can be a it can be a mind blowing experience yeah. that you wouldn't have if you didn't if you didn't combine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I think you know I feel like it's you know live your life, do what you want to do. If that makes you happy, if that's what, if that's what you, you enjoy, don't let, don't let anyone tell you not to. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and honestly, there's, there, you know, there is plenty of study that shows that, you know, cannabis or even just, even as the ointments, like you said, can help. I have friends who have, you know, are very neurodivergent and they, they smoke every day and it helps them. Mm-hmm. It calms them. It yeah. takes away the headaches, yeah. you know, it, it makes them, it, you know, feel better. Mm-hmm. So you combine that with the greatest feeling in the world, and that's being intimate, like you know, physically intimate yeah. with somebody. Yeah. How could you? How could you say that's bad? Yeah. And I think we deprive ourselves of mm-hmm. being because we're we're trained, we're indoctrined with you know, I there's like a limit on pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which is weird because you get pleasure out of like a roller coaster. And they built some crazy ass roller coasters that enact the same endorphins and the same kind of feeling that a really gorgasm orgasm does. But it's mm-hmm. there's still this taboo, and you know, and mm-hmm. this uh, this shadow cast over just being 
human and being sexual human beings and having that same wellness, um, mm-hmm. just as it has been over cannabis. I, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I would love to have a time machine and go back and just be in whatever meeting that they decided way back in the day, like, no, 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 we'll do it. But we're going to make sure that nobody else can. Because all those mm-hmm. men back in the day that made all these rules and, you know, made these falsehoods and these messages, um, it was okay for you to drink whiskey, you know, in the morning with your breakfast and then mm-hmm. have two or three glasses before bedtime and smoke cigarettes. Because if you guys watch mm-hmm. old shows, and mm-hmm. I wasn't around then, so don't, you know, I don't be dating ourselves a lot this episode, but I don't want you guys... <laughs> thinking I was around in the 40s or 50s, but if you YouTube shit, they would, in the middle of the show, advertise cigarettes. Um, Mm -hmm. And like I said, drinking was normal, but yet women were only supposed to be as sexual as this. Mm -hmm. You only needed, you know, weed was bad, all this. Yeah, so. Even kinks are shamed and they really Mm -hmm. blew up behind closed doors after watching like the Hugh Hefner. Oh yeah. Documentary. Yeah, the Hugh Hefner documentary was, they were like, we are going to just go full balls to the wall, tell everything when this man is gone, good and gone. Um, That was very opening. But then again, in a way it was, and then it wasn't. Because it's like, wasn't this country, has it always been built upon sex scandals and men in power abusing their power? against other beings, not just women. Um, Mm -hmm. So in one way it was shocking, but another way it was like, "Eh, well, he was a thousand. He did what a thousand year old white men do. Um, Mm -hmm. Much love and all (laughs) respect, you guys know, I've said this before, but we're gonna be honest here. Uh, Mm -hmm. If not, we're gonna keep repeating the same shit and this country is gonna be scary, but I'm gonna be on the spaceship to whatever other planet. Yes, scarier. Yeah. Uh, so I did want to, before we let you go, I, I'm really trying to pay attention to time, especially because you have a trip tomorrow. Um, I won't make this another two and a half hour episode. <laughs> but I did want to say, um, I did want to ask you, how do you see, um, because you do work with the LGBTQ plus, mm-hmm. is that enough? I want to make sure that I'm correct. Because I know, okay, because I'm not, I'm being funny, but I'm not being rude in this. It's like there's mm-hmm. something else new added every day. Uh, there is. We just call it the alphabet soup at this point. Okay, so it's okay because we've called it that as well. So it's okay yeah. that we call it that. All right. So have you seen when there's this, um, I don't want to say growth, but once again, just a larger presence of mm-hmm. transgenders and people like, especially mm-hmm. in Hollywood, um, have you seen you know, a, like an uptick, I want to say in people in that community or that are, that are transgender stepping forward as well and wanting to then be a part of a kink community, but not having their lifestyle and their choice to be transgendered seen as a kink. Cause I think that's what a lot of people overall see it as, or do you think the movement right now is just focused on acceptance, not so much on they're working on, their wellness in all aspects as far as sexual I think, and I think right now the uh, the trans community has a lot of 
trouble and hardship that they're dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, between the bathroom laws and, you know, the, the, these, the turfs over in England and all these anti-trans laws and, mm -hmm. you know, honestly, like trans, trans people, specifically trans women are, you'll get murdered at such insanely high rates every year just for being trans. But what I find, and I don't know if you have the same, same experience, but at least in he, around, around me from my experiences, the kink community tends to be way more accepting of yeah. queer, so it's like a trans, refuge. non binaries. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we go to, you know, every first Monday of, of every month, they have uh, Fascination, which is, which is a, a nightclub. It's a kink night at the Legacy in Boston. Okay. Uh, so lots of kinkers. It's it's a gay club, so there's a lot of you know queer, most mostly male, but you know you go there and there are a lot of you know trans men mm -hmm. and trans women mm -hmm. who are just there and accepted and comfortable, and I feel like you know, I, I feel I feel like they they. I do think it can be tokenized. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. I definitely don't want to downplay that. I think yep. people can be tokenized. You know, just like in in the the gay community, you know, mm -hmm. Asian men are heavily tokenized. Yeah, I I think it's like I I have a, one of my partners is trans, mm -hmm. and I'm I don't have a you know they don't have a problem with it. They're you know I don't I don't I'm not with them because they're trans they just that. happen yeah. they just happen to be mm -hmm. you know i like them because that i like them for who they are yeah you know and i think i think in at least in the in the king community there seems to be a little bit more of that acceptance of that okay you know it's you know yeah you people are everyone's different everyone's unique everyone's a you know we are our own little individual snowflakes mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's 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 okay and that's good yeah yeah and i can see that the kink community being welcoming because as we just mentioned overall in our society having a kink is so crazy but everybody has it everybody absolutely has one um mm -hmm. and people don't either want to be educated they don't want to admit it whatever it may be you know and mm -hmm. i just send love and light to those people because i'm not perfect by any means but mm -hmm. when you're honest about what is most intimate to you and then whoever you choose to be intimate with you really shouldn't care about anything else like that's what it, yeah. that's that's what intimacy means you know so mm -hmm. you're able to be at your most pure self and if mm -hmm. that person or whoever you're involved with isn't receptive then that's not the person you're supposed to be with there's absolutely out there that will be accepting of it so once people become just comfortable with that aspect of it um you know that i know i'm on my I'm sounding like a hippie again, but that'll just change the world. That just provides so much love. But the reason why I ask is because I do have a lot. I, I do um, education within the cannabis storefronts. And I come across a lot of uh, members of the transgender community. And I ended up speaking to one today and the tears behind her eyes. You know, she very much in the beginning stages, more of just dressing you know, but no surgery or anything yet. But you look and you know right away. Um, there's mm -hmm. some that I'm like, I don't know where you guys are getting this money from, but you are doing it. There's some, but <laughs> the, you know, very young and 
he was talking about how cannabis helps him because he has a lot of depression. You know, he's not accepted. Um, I, I talked to him for probably about 30 minutes. Um, if Is I'm it he or she? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It, she. Thank you for okay. correcting me. Yes. Um, and just the ability to know, like seeing her hold on to the bag with her, you know, medication in it so tightly. It wasn't just somebody who was excited to go get high. Like she really needed it to mm-hmm. get up every day and to keep moving and to overlook, you know, the many obstacles that she's going through. And I want to say very young, like just 20 years old or something. Mm-hmm. And um, my oldest child is 25. And I'm just like, I couldn't imagine him being that lost over something that as little as him just being who he is. And I'm talking about my son, mm-hmm. you know, at 20, I just, yeah. I couldn't imagine not being there and just, you know, him being in that much pain as, you know, this young lady was. So that's the kind of the reason why I ask is just to once again, kind of bridge the gap between the acceptance that, you know, where you can find that acceptance and where you can find that help. You know, that's why I asked about, mm-hmm. you know, the, if you saw, a, you know, an insurgence yeah. kind of in the community, but I'm seeing just many more, that are comfortable and, with coming in and using cannabis as their form of mm-hmm. mental health. Um, yeah. And what, what I find amazing, like I didn't come out, you know, until I was like mid twenties mm-hmm. because I was terrified. Yeah. I, I, I look at, and back when I came out, it was still fairly dangerous yeah. to come out. You yeah. know, I could get, I could get beat up. I could get like, you know, what the, the, the Trevor, uh, uh, why am I blanking on it? The Trevor Project. Yes. Um, you know, That's what I was that, of, yeah. Yeah. He, he was hurt. You know, that happened not too long before I came out. Yeah. So and he that was in college, was, right? Yeah. He was in college. Like, yeah. Just in college. Yeah. And, um, but, exactly. you know, I, it, it, it makes me feel warm and exciting that I, I look around and I see, kids that are so young that are accepting themselves mm-hmm. and coming out not only as as gay but as trans or non-binary mm-hmm. you know and it, it 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 shows two things it one it shows that we are becoming more accepting mm-hmm. but it also shows that parents are doing what they should be doing and that's giving their kids the comfort and the trust and the permission to be themselves yeah i know that that's you've done that, well enough or that you've done your part you know, there's yeah. always parenting that's going to continue to happen. But yeah, once they get to a certain age, you have to let them be who they are. I mean, we yeah. were not having the same conversation, but letting our 14 year old know, like the decisions that you make now, it's going to help to mold your future actions because it helps to mold your your thoughts, you know, which mm-hmm. becomes your actions. You know, so I mm-hmm. said you got to be um, conscious of things that you're thinking and the things that you're saying now. Because it. it you're you're three years away, four years away from we are legally done. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're not <laughs> kicking up to the curb, but it's right. just it is refreshing to see yeah. that you, you should see the look on his face. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Eighteenth birthday. Here's your present. Are. Get out. <laughs> see, they're younger, so he'll start college and be seventeen. So we were like, mm-hmm. "Oops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you'll get there." You'll get there eventually, 18. But but no, it's it's very important 
for parents to understand that you can still parent um, mm -hmm. and that we have to do it differently mm -hmm. than how we were raised. There can be some yeah. foundations and some beliefs that are good, but overall, we are not living in the same time. Um, and so we have to, as parents, evolve, you know, learn differently. Um, you know, once you get them out of uh, pull-ups, that's not where it ends. You know, you have you have a lot of character development to do the next eight years, nine years. Um, and it's important. And I think what you're saying, giving um, a lot of credit to those parents that are becoming aware of that. And I think mm -hmm. that also is the push to live a better life, to mm -hmm. be healthier, um, you know, not just physically and, you know, not eating the same way. And we were talking about the other day that meals that our parents used to make. And we were like, oh, my God, like how are we just not completely unhealthy, you know, but yeah. little things and knowledge now that we can make those small adjustments. Um, so it's the same thing with parenting. Um, mm -hmm. And especially now we, for us not to sound like, oh, that generation, we have to really understand them a little more and the world that they live in. But then we can also relate it to, you know, kind of what we went through. I mean, our generation mm -hmm. is, too far you know ab above despite yeah. what your students think babe you're you're not 70 but um that's a lot of the responsibility and unfortunately for the young lady in the story that i was sharing parents for whatever reason chose to go another route and mm -hmm. whenever she spoke about them it you could see that's where the pain derived from um yeah and I always kind of read in between the lines. I think I'm a, either I'm an empath, I'm going to start working with somebody, or I'm psychic, one of the two. But I knew that that was the foundation and the root for not being able to move forward in, in, in her journey. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And really feeling like, but you birthed me, like you made me. So aren't you supposed to love me regardless? Like I just... I feel like that was just a reoccurring thought. Like, I don't know. I just got that energy, but um, mm -hmm. I don't like to um, appear my age when I'm out educating, but I really was like, it's okay. I'll be your mom. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you could call me. And I really, I gave her my Instagram. I was like, you know, let's anytime yeah. you talk. Um, but it's, you know, I feel like people that, um, are seen as living a taboo life and you know people that smoke people that mm -hmm. you know are lgbtq plus um kinksters <laughs> swingers whatever you know people that mm -hmm. get tattoos whatever other people want to judge about um there is a commonality there and mm -hmm. the commonality is living your truth mm -hmm but also understanding that you're never going to be able to please everybody and being okay with that. It's mm -hmm. like, it's twofold. Um, you know, what do you, what do you have to say? I, it, and like you said, we've said, we're there's things that are changing mm -hmm. and I think they've probably changed very swiftly in the last 10 years. Um, oh, absolutely. And that's probably why there's so um, much, you know, uh, division upon it because us as humans, we evolve, but we don't, we haven't evolved as much as our times, as quickly as our times right. and our technology has. So we still have Absolutely. some catching up to do as far as oh, understanding yeah. and accepting. Um, I, yeah, I think we are in 
where we are today compared to where we were when I was a kid, mm-hmm. leaps and bounds. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like going back to what you're saying, it's like, you know, our parents were, <clears throat> excuse me, our parents were raised with, to, you know, with the belief that cigarettes were good for you, mm-hmm. you know, and now we know that they kill you, yeah. like painfully kill you. Yeah. And you know? they know that they kill you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember going into restaurants and having to say, "Do you want the smoking or the smoking non-smoking?" Yeah, you know, being yeah. on the on an airplane yeah. that had a smoking or non. I mean, how yep. silly is that? Yeah, you know. But you know, yeah. the one thing that I would, if if you are a parent and you have a kid that is going through something and you don't know how what to deal with it, the one thing I would I would say, the one advice I would say, never, never do. And because I think this is the one downfall that most parents, especially our parents, are kind of went through, and my mother, I could say specifically, mm-hmm. uh, is to say, use the phrase, when I was your age, my mother did this mm-hmm. or did that. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother would say that to me constantly. When I was your age, my mother would do this. My mother would never let me get away with that. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would, I would get so frustrated. I would say, but I'm not you and yeah. you're not her. Yeah. And this is not them. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, things change. And if you th- and also keep in mind that when you were a kid, you're rebellious. Yes. You know, you, you mm-hmm. rebelled. It may not be the same way your kids are rebelling, yeah. but you rebelled. Yes. You went against the grain in your own way. In whatever so, fashion you could. Dying exactly. your hair, so, wearing dark lipstick, or wear, yeah. you know, wearing dark clothes, listening to music exactly. that they just hated. Yeah. Just yeah. something. Yeah. So what's the, you know, what's the difference? You know, people are going to find their truth, Mm -hmm. however they find their truth. Don't, you know, what I, what I always say is don't yuck their yum, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Just right. Let them live and laugh fun. Like I, my thing is, aren't you okay? Like as an adult, as a person, aren't you okay? Like you've raised them to this. You have a great Mm -hmm. home roof over your head by all standards of society. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You know, Mm -hmm. you're participating part of society. So aren't you okay? Why don't you have faith in what you've done and the example that you've set? Now, there's some people that know deep down they've left a shitty ass example. And to those individuals, I say in order to first start understanding your child in that situation, you got to work on yourself. You know, like I said earlier, journal, write some shit down. If you don't want to go talk to anybody, I don't know why when you could really just open your phone and get an app and talk to people nowadays. But if you're not at that level, fine. Start with, like I said, writing things. Look Mm -hmm. in the mirror and start saying affirmations like things just really be like a light bulb really just clicks. And once you start that healing within yourself, then that'll allow you to, you know, to be there. Not saying the whole time, like cut the kid off and work on yourself. It's going to have to be, you know, at the same time. But understand that there needs to be more work done on yourself than mm-hmm. this developing minds. They're still developing. They still, you know, they may change yeah. next week completely, you know, or what you mm-hmm. say is normal. Um, it's all about yeah. being young and being a teenager. So yeah. I, you know, now in the same token, that generation is dumb as shit, but <laughs> good Lord, they're dumb. But I, but I will give it to them. They're a lot more accepting. Mm-hmm. They do have a bigger grasp on who they are, or at least trying to. 
Um, I mean, I was one who was in the country one week. I was an FFA. Then I was cheering. Then I was a dancer. Then I was in drama. You know, then mm-hmm. I was in a gangster rap. Like, come on, come on, stop. Um, <laughs> I grew up in a rural town in uh, in Northern California, but um, mm-hmm. you know, not the same extreme. You know, but it's the same thing. It's yeah. like there's you change and you grow yes. and and you're you know you're flexible. Um, but it's and been to, 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 to oh, flip no, the script really quick. Um, not only for the pets, but if you are that kid mm-hmm. it's also it's mm-hmm. one thing you should know you, you should remember is sometimes the people who help you the most are your chosen family yes oh. your birth family snaps to that one thousand percent i'm gonna yeah. go ahead and just say because i was gonna ask you to drop you know do your mic drop i like <laughs> that right there no that is so true um mm-hmm. i have family that mm-hmm. are friends of ours that we met in college. Mm-hmm. And I remember their birthdays, their kids are my nieces and nephews, you know, my kids, their cousins. And these people love my family to death, but I feel mm-hmm. like they know me better because they were in such a important time in my life, from my 20s to, you know, my early 30s, where I am now. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they, they've been able to see the growth um, and truly yeah. who you are as an adult, um, mm-hmm. you know, until we get old and then we're just like, fuck it. I can be wrong. I'm just going to say whatever I want. Cause I'm old. Um, but <laughs> prior to that, they, these are the people that know you, um, mm-hmm. and those that and they accept will be you. there for you. Yeah. 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 Um, that's powerful. I do. I do like that. Mm-hmm. You can maybe say something. Puppy? No, I just agree about the chosen family part. It was, uh, like I said, my fraternity brothers are, People that I call my cousin that's not really my cousin. You, your chosen family will be with you definitely through thick and thin. And sometimes mm-hmm. your real family, uh, they won't or they get upset or whatever the case may be. Don't understand, not in contact, not communicating, yeah. whatever the case may be. But sometimes with your chosen family, you might not even talk to them mm-hmm. or have that interaction with them for a good portion of time. But then when you do, there's a reason why that's your chosen family. Like, it's yeah. just right back to, I, yeah, the, I, to the good days. Yeah, I have friends that I talk to maybe once a month or once every other month. But I trust them more than my own parents. Yeah, right. And you get on the phone with them and it's like you guys talk every day. It's you like we never. Yeah, we didn't skip a beat. Yeah. 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 And yeah. and those people love you and they accept you mm-hmm. and you tell them things that they should go. Oh, and they go. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. why else okay. would that be? That's you, yeah. you know? Obviously, and yeah. That is so validating, and it allows you at the same time to be vulnerable because, once again, <clears throat> self-reflection's awesome. It allows you to go, they see the same thing that I see in myself, good or mm-hmm. bad, and they love me mm-hmm. regardless, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that is powerful. So finding yeah. your community, finding mm. those, I, I will say that is another benefit of, like, TikTok, you know, these people kind of find this community that follow the same uh, content creators and stuff. I will, you know, say this with a little bit of a, you know, warning. Once again, like you said earlier, you know, find somebody that you connect with. That's great. But make sure that you validate and, and you vet. Yeah. Because unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are doing these things just for the clout, just to mm-hmm. say they're a TikTok content creator, just for the paycheck. Um, yeah. But I'd say overall, you can find a community of 
two genuine people. Um, genuine. You said genuine. It's uh, genuine, genuine. One's a singer. Stop it. It's my British <laughs> speak, okay? Speaking the king's language. It's no longer the queen's language. It's the king's language. One's Is he a king or prince? One's a noun, a king, one's right? adjective. Yeah. And he's a king now. Yes, I'm speaking the king's English, sir. Jeez. She's going to wrap your sandwich in aluminium in a moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you say that. We have a really good friend from Australia, and he's like, you guys say hamburger weird. weird. You say aluminium. I was like, what? I was like, oil? He's like, aluminium. I was like, nope, nope. It's aluminum foil. I don't yeah. And then he breaks down the spelling. I'm like, I know how to spell it. Like, I don't just, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's funny that you said that, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so yes, I love I, what you said. That I think that's a good note. Like I said, that's your mm -hmm. mic drop. Um, you know, once again, just to reiterate, the purpose of this episode was to really show, like I said, the commonality that's involved with just really living your best life and mm -hmm. that, your best life has so many different aspects and out of those different aspects, there's branches and, and leaves and trees. And just, there's just so much that makes up who you are. And in order to find your true happiness, whether that's using the power plant, mm -hmm. uh, the power flower, like I said, um, in combination with finding your wellness, as far as your intimacy and your, your sexual wellness, um, just who you are, finding your truth, there's power in that. And mm -hmm. whether you utilize the plant or not, there's just ways to get to that end point. Um, and I loved having you on because I remember when we had you on the other podcast, you said so many things that I gave snaps to. And I was just like, oh, my God, this relates. This relates so much to just living a good, true, full lifestyle of, of wellness, um, which includes education, which is so super important. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and I wanted to give you a platform so that anybody that feels any, you know, connection to what you're saying or feels like you may be able to give them, um, you know, a word of motivation or whatever it may be, they can reach out and they can have another resource. You know, we mm -hmm. can be on a separate yeah. sides of the country or, you know, opposite sides of the planet. Um, but you can always connect, you know, with somebody like Wesley who will be happy to help you or whatever part of your journey that you're you're mm -hmm. you're you're taking your part taking on or whichever part of your journey that you're currently in so before we wind up i'm very proud of myself i did say 25 minutes ago we were gonna stop but it was good <laughs> so let everybody know where they can get in contact with you um social media website this is your time you have the stage all right. Uh, my website you can go to is uh, wesleytoma.com. Uh, you go there. You can, if you want to book a session, you can book a, your first session is free. I, I encourage anybody who wants to talk to reach out My on my website. I will say I do have a pricing chart. One thing I want to tell people is that is like the ideal, but don't let that be the scare away because coaching and therapy is expensive. I get it. I'm not trying to trying to take anyone out. I'm happy to, I want to help people. The price doesn't matter to me. I'm happy to talk about it and work something out with somebody. I just want to make sure you get the the, 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 the help and the support you need. So just, yeah, go to my website, like I said, wesleytoma.com. And I would love to chat with anybody. Awesome. 
So reach out, guys. Like I said, if you felt a connection, um, you know, you're giving snaps or applauding in your living room or in your car or whatever it is, um, reach out. Definitely. This is somebody that I've met that I am like, we are now friends in my head. <laughs> my head, we're best friends, but we're now friends. And I would look I'm looking at your picture when hubby goes close up and you are reminding me of somebody. And I cannot. It's like it's right there, like an actor <laughs> or somebody like you're so right now. It's driving me crazy. So if I randomly email you or be like, this is who this that's that's why. Um, but I want to thank you so much for taking the time and coming on this podcast, um, you know, getting into different conversations in different ways, mm -hmm. you know, talking about music. I feel like right now I should go on a Foo Fighters just binge. Um, but when is guys, not a good time to go on a Foo Fighters binge. I, I, right. <laughs> right. My neighbors might not think so, but it is Friday well, night. So, them. you know. Yeah. Oh, it's only eight. Yeah, it's only eight o'clock here. So they're good. Yeah, you're good. I'm actually improving their life by letting them hear Dave Grohl. Um, Seriously. So, yeah, he's so great. Mm -hmm. So before we end off, my son asked me, he if he goes, Mom, do you know what he's whispering in Everlong? And I was like, I think I do. He's like, it's part of a letter that he wrote. And I was like, you're 11. How do you know that? And I looked it up and that's exactly what he's he's reading a part of a letter that he wrote mm -hmm. to the girl that the song was about. Um, another proud mom moment. 11 year old known fighters. So great. Good mommy. So, Good mommy. I, I know. I know. If I do nothing else, I'm like, touch <laughs> music. No, I'm kidding. So thank you guys so much. It's so good being back. We have more podcasts of just fabulousness. Um, word of the day or word of the episode. I didn't use it as much as I wanted to, but superfluous, which means unnecessary, extra, doing a lot, as the kids would say maybe 10 years ago. Um, what do they call it? What are they doing the now? most. Doing a lot, doing the most. No one said doing a lot. They, oh my gosh, totally did. Only no growth. <laughs> and on that note, that's the mic drop for, the, for our part. No, thank you guys so much. You know, like, subscribe, share, comment, get on my social media, get on my website, reach out. You know, like I said, or I say on other podcasts, I only bite if you want me to. So hit me up, AKA your girl. I'm just going to leave it like that. Mary J. Maven. Bye, guys. <laughs>